What's going on, everyone? Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I truly hope that this podcast brings you lots of value. Just wanted to hop on here quick and definitely let you guys know that I did start a YouTube channel. Definitely go and give it some love. It is called Into the Event Industry on YouTube. You can definitely head over to my Instagram and get the link to that. But other than that, thank you guys so much. Enjoy this podcast. Topic at hand. So, hi everyone, and welcome to the podcast. I have Miss Brooke and Cat on the line, and this is actually part two of um, them being on the podcast. Really excited to have them back on. I, if you actually haven't listened to the previous podcast, definitely listen to it. It is one of those. I feel like I have episodes that are like fire episodes and it's definitely one of those <laughs> uh, we just rambled on forever and ever and ever actually we haven't even met each other in person but I'm so excited to meet them eventually um, but Brooke and Kat why don't you guys go ahead and introduce yourself uh, your company and you know kind of let people know a bit about you if they had not actually listened to the previous podcast uh, okay uh, so primarily you're going to hear me this is Kat um, <laughs> she jumps in here and there um, but basically we are an internationally published uh, almost wife team photo and video specializing in the wedding industry um, so we we work together on all of the fronts um, we're engaged have been for over a year now and while Brooke heads up a lot of the videos, she also second shoots. Um, I help very minimally with video editing, <laughs> uh, but the day of, I handle a lot of the coordination with the couples while she is um, hanging off of buildings and crawling into creeks <laughs> and down hills and, right, and hugging a cactus to get the right shots. So that is pretty much our dynamic. <laughs> I love that, though. And that just tells over the phone, you know, how much personality you all have. And that's the photographer that you want, you know, the one that's going to hug a cactus to get that shot just for you. And it actually comes out really cool. <laughs> it does. It really does. I love that. Um, so then... Our first topic of discussion here um, is being a same-sex couple in 2020. Um, Actually, let's kind of move into how you all met each other. I know briefly we maybe had chatted about it on the first one. I can't recall. Um, But let's start there, and then we'll kind of just move from there. (laughs) Uh, Sure. We met online, which, like, I feel like almost all of our couples that we actually get as clients end up doing like 90% of the time it's online and it was it was wonderful we clicked right away we instead of texting like little sentences back and forth we wrote each other like novels back and forth (laughs) and she's like super quiet so it was amazing getting these like huge paragraphs and being able to get to know her and um, it just went from there we actually just tonight went back to our 
restaurant of our first date and got pizza and because of everything that's happening literally had to eat it in their parking lot but (laughs) but uh yeah it was it was phenomenal and I think we both feel extremely lucky to have met the other one and then how long have you guys been together for uh we've been together for just over two years okay Friday, no, yeah, and- Friday, we, we started dating on Friday the 13th. It's actually, we didn't mean for that to happen, but that's the date we picked. And so now, like, every Friday the 13th is kind of special for us. So it's like we have multiple anniversaries a year because you get two or three at least a year. Oh, that's cute, though. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I've heard that happen quite often, and I feel like it's super important to just <laughs> – Oh, this is the day. Let's, you know, just go out. Yeah. You know, because dates are super. Exactly. Love that. So then this, I mean, is just, you know, same-sex couples in 2020. Um, The, like I had said before, evolution of, um, you know, being same uh, being a same sex couple and you know coming out stories everything that you do here nowadays I feel like it is a lot more um, accepted is like what I had said earlier um, for you all was I mean what was kind of journey wise you know getting to where you are today you know some of the Things, you know, honestly, that people may have said to you. Um, I know sometimes people just want to put that in the back of their mind. But um, like I said, all the nuggets is about being real and honest and true and that these things do happen, you know. And while people might just say, like, oh, well, you know, that's so heartbreaking or, oh, well, this, like, how could people say that? It's like, well, they do and you need to not not have that happen you know and I know even and it it's just disgusting honestly to me you know (laughs) but you know it you got to be truthful with it you know and you we really have to expose those people I feel like at the end of the day um but like I said let's um kind of move into the evolution of where you are today and like I said how it is more so accepted off of uh, the 2020 end. Um, so for both of you guys, what was kind of your stories? Um, well, she and I both agree that it's come a very long way. And I, I think that Brooke has some more difficult stories than I do um you've been yelled at on the street yeah screamed at and called different names I haven't had as bad as stories as some people like some people have gotten beat up in high school just for being them but yeah just for walking a dog down the street like minding my own business I got called some choice words (laughs) yeah um she's been around other people who have yeah in her own house during like just a small get together like um like a friend of a friend just 
continuously yelled a really derogatory name um, just over and over and over again to the point where he had to be like, yeah, even at her mother, who is, by the way, (laughs) heterosexual. But yeah, I mean, he was even kicked out of the house and then continued. And she's been around people who like they've been approached by men and asked, well, is it just because you haven't been with a man that you're a lesbian? Like it's, if you get dressed or if you dress like a guy, you want to get beat like a guy, stuff like that. We, yeah, when we first started talking, like it was a week before our first date and um, she was at a baseball game and she, uh, some, I don't, like the team that she actually was rooting for was losing. <laughs> we're losing. And she was just like, yeah, they were just having fun. And she's just like, it's okay. We could come back. Like, like, like nothing horrible. Just that. And just some uh, fans of the opposing team got furious. And one of them actually said, like, come down here. If you dress like a guy, you're going to get beat like a guy. Like, it's... What the hell? <laughs> uh, yeah. So it it does happen. And, you you know, you think that if you're in a big city, it's not going to happen as much because it's more, you know, it's more diverse. It still happens. Yeah. Um, if you, then you're like, well, if you're in a small town, it's adorable because people like they all know you. It's it that you still get like, I mean, good and bad, yeah, we've had good and bad both sides. Like, I, I'll be honest, we get every now and then we get stares. Like, <laughs> um, oh yeah, we'll be at a wedding and maybe I confuse people. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe I confuse people. Um, I. We've been at weddings and like we, I mean, I'm in the middle of shooting. Brooke is like laser focused when she's working and like a guest will loudly say, I think it was a girl that loudly said it to a boyfriend or a husband. So uh, what's your guess, boy or girl? Like as about Brooke, as though that's anybody's business. Yeah. And I have a very feminine face from what I've been told. And I <laughs> yeah. feel like I do, so I don't know. Right. <laughs> so it's just, you know, it's one of those situations where, for the most part, she and I together have had really positive experiences. Um, we've sat down at, okay, I have this, like, weird obsession with Raisin Cane's. Okay. <laughs> so it's good, though. <laughs> oh, my gosh, their sauce is amazing. So <laughs> we, like, sat down at this random Raisin Cane's, like, outside, like, Avondale. And this manager sat down right next to her, and he just looked at her, and he's like, oh, my God, the gay community is going to eat you up here. You're just so cute. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I know she was like, um, she's so shy. She's like, okay, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, for the most part, like, for the most part, she and I together have had really good experiences, and either people keep their mouth shut, or they are just, like, they're nice, and they're normal, and they treat us like any other couple, yeah. Yeah, older couples, oh, my gosh, there's a lady at our grocery store. I absolutely love the old ladies at our grocery store. 
um, if I go in without her, one of them will be like, oh, honey, where's your sugar today? And I'm like, oh, my no. God. Maureen, you are the cutest thing. <laughs> oh, but, you know, it's just, it's, there's still confusion. Um, like, my. Harder for trans now. Though. Yeah, I think trans have it, trans mm-hmm. people have it a lot harder, truthfully, mm-hmm. because it's just, like, they're dealing with their own with yeah body dysmorphia and their you know the actual hormones that they have to go through really affects them like even mentally because it's like going through puberty but in a really short amount of time and so it's a lot of emotions so they're going through their own situation and then having to having to explain it to family members that may not be supportive people who knew you as someone else and mm-hmm. they refuse to call them by their name that they're comfortable with. They refuse to use pronouns they're comfortable with. Like, yeah, yeah, uh, she's, yeah, Brooke has had somebody in her past who um, literally was told, like, you need to go through your transition and never talk to my family until you're done with your transition and then come back and introduce yourself as a completely different person. Like, and it's just, I think that that right now, like, I think same-sex couples are becoming more and more, I don't need, I don't like, I don't love this word, but I feel like even mainstream is a decent one. Yeah. Like, it's more on TV. It's more, it's more widely accepted. There's more celebrities. Mm-hmm. Like, you mm-hmm. have people like Kristen Stewart who was like, yeah, I, when I was in Twilight, I was flat out told to hide my sexuality because it would preserve my career if I wasn't gay. I mean, you know, it's come a long way, but you still have issues in the LGBTQ community that is just, it, it, it hasn't gotten there yet. Now, when we go to different states and it's a little bit more like Bible Baptist sort of, Southern Bible Belt, I mean, mm. I I feel like I'm, like, kind of preparing for something. But, honestly, we we were in, like, Kentucky and yeah, Tennessee. We've been – yeah, so even then, like, not a big thing. Um, Brooke actually has family who lived in South Carolina in, like, my favorite city in the whole world, Charleston. Mm-hmm. And they moved to L.A. and they just felt like they had a more welcoming community there. Um, versus Charleston, which does not entirely surprise me. But at the same time, like, I think it really depends on on the people in the world who instead of seeing you as a lesbian or a gay person or a trans person just sees you as a person. Like, person, it makes all yeah. the difference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and I feel like people just, for some reason can't wrap their head around someone liking the same sex or wanting to, you know, switch genders or whatever that looks like, you know, like people can't comprehend that. So then they, for some reason, just act weird, think of you all as, some different type of alien when you're yeah when you're human literally <laughs> yeah so, i like, like 
I don't I know. I just don't get it. Like, <laughs> we don't need to talk about our bedroom life or anything. Like, right. you know, I don't go and talk about someone else's. Like, I'm just a person. Like, you don't need to think about that. Like, we're just people. Like, <laughs> and, like, my I'll, – I'll be completely honest. My father – when I was growing up, had a very, very strongly negative view about homosexuality. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he told us flat out that just the idea of it made him really angry, which I'm sure dramatically affected how I felt about myself. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but basically, you know, when he when he met Brooke. He took her aside and he said, you know, just meeting you and no, like meeting you as a person changed everything. And Mm. that is huge coming from like, Mm -hmm. he's 73. He is Mm -hmm. not like, I mean, he is from a different era. He, he's yeah, he still struggles with technology. I have to explain yeah. to him how to use his his um his his tablet. It's crazy, but you know, I I talked to him and he's so changed about it all just from seeing Brooke as a person. Like he he told me he's so careful because he's so afraid that he's going to offend her eye and it's going to be a massive issue which I, I honestly I don't blame him but he he told me that they went over to a friend's house for dinner and one of his friends asked so is your daughter the girl is the other you know is the other one kind of the guy and my dad snapped and my dad, he was he absolutely snapped and he was like no that's the whole point there is no guy why would there be a guy serious <laughs> and this like coming from my dad who like just terrible things when I was growing up and terrible views and it's mm-hmm. just you know developing a different it's kind of like rewiring your brain to see people yep. as people rather than the stereotype you put them in and I feel like it happens with interracial couples with couples with trans individuals with same-sex couples and I feel like if there's anything that I'm happy about media doing right now it's expressing diversity in relationships like you see it more in tv shows you see it more in like ads and people can throw their hands up and scream that i'm going to protest you know jc penny but it's yeah yeah body shape everything like people need to just see people as people and i you know there are so many times where this this is the the funniest and most common reaction someone will realize that Brooke and I are together they will either first go oh my god you two are so cute together like just, and then they'll apologize they'll be like was that weird to say <laughs> and I'll be like no that was really sweet thank you so much or they'll be like I know a lesbian <laughs> right 
And it's like they're giving street cred to us. <laughs> Even right, her, like, I met her grandma for the first time, and her grandma's neighbor, like, the, they're thick as thieves, those two. They're like adorable winos together. And I say that <laughs> lovingly. <laughs> and her grandma's neighbor was there, and she was just like, and uh, one of them, was it your grandma? Who was like, I think it was, she, was, she looked at her neighbor and she's like, you know, I was the one who got you comfortable with gay people. But yeah, it, that's the way it happens. It, we either get like the, oh my God, you're so cute. You're a couple. I thought so. Or we get like street cred, like I know a lesbian. Like, right. Okay, right. Good yeah, like a common we've had that. It's crazy. That's funny, but it is. I do agree. You know that it is a mindset shift and it's a rewiring of your brain. You know, because the older generation is very, probably even more so than anyone. The ones that are like, nope, that's not possible. Can't happen. You know. So yep. it's, it's just amazing, really, to hear of you know your family. You know, like, okay, great. You know, they are who they are. Yep. And that's funny about first grandma, though. <laughs> I love that. Um, so then, I mean, in an ideal world, obviously, we don't have a, you know, crystal ball, so we don't know where any of this could go. But, I mean, where would you ideally like to see, like, the LGBTQ community? Um, is there like I, kind of some places you would like, oh, I really want these things to happen like in an ideal world? I don't know. I kind of wish it was like Pride. Like the first time I went to Pride was a really good experience. It just felt like a totally different world. Like super comfortable and how just things should be. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I I mean, I think it's one of those, I think, yeah, I think it's one of two ways and they kind of, they kind of coexist if you think about it. I think that like when it comes to pride, you have those of us who are actually part of the community um, based on sexuality or gender, anything like that. And then you have allies, which are people who are straight, who are just really supportive and clearly all of us who are same-sex couples are also super supportive of straight mm-hmm. couples. Like, we <laughs> are their allies. We just, I, yeah, we, we would never protest heterosexual right. couples. <laughs> and not just because we're in the wedding industry, but just in general. Like, we have clearly right. no problem with them. I just, I think we'd like to see it as being just so common that it isn't even an issue like I I should be able to call a place and say my fiance Brooke and the woman pause and go what is his name is his name Brock and I'm like Uh no no." right (laughs) I just want I would like it to just be so normal that it is just like you go down an aisle at Hobby Lobby or Michaels and you see Mrs. and Mrs., Mr. and Mr. Mm -hmm. and Mr. and Mrs. Like, Mm -hmm. I just want it to be a norm 
It's like everybody. No. And that's the thing. Like we don't think that people need to have it shoved down their throats. They don't have to accept it. I just, I don't think that there needs to be ugliness when you oppose something. There are a lot of views that I oppose, but I'm not going to go rally against it and be furious because somebody else has like more conservative or more liberal or any kind of view than Brooke or I have. Like it's, we just want to accept that that's who they are and that's their values. And we just like people to have the same. Sure. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. And I think that Not even in an ideal world, you know, that should just be any time, you know, like just respect one another, love one another. Um, doesn't mean, I mean, like you had said, there's so many different things that people believe in or have opinions for that you're not rallying against, you know, but you still are cool with them, you know. It's not like, oh, well, I'm not doing that because, you know, but I don't know, yeah. maybe it is, maybe it's not, but it is what it is, you know, like you don't have to so hate just be nice exactly so always you know but um i don't know why why people have such a hard time with that but i I want to move now segue into our next uh podcast here in a moment so i'm actually going to close the book on this one then we'll move into the next one um but thank you for being on this podcast and Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. If it did bring you any value at all, please share it on to your friends, your family, anyone who may need to hear it. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, uh, YouTube, all of the places, you guys. (laughs) Miranda Madison events off of all the networks. Thank you guys so much. Have a wonderful day.